Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Treasures for Living. This morning, we're going to be talking about betrayal in uh, relationships and what that looks like. Um, so I'll take us to Proverbs chapter three from verse 28. Uh, actually, let's start from verse 27. It says, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. It's rightful recipients. What is when it is in your power to do it? Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. Do not quarrel with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. Verse 32, for the devious are repulsive to the Lord, but his private counsel is with the upright, those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just and the righteous. Verse 34, though he scoffs at scoffers and scorns the scorners, yet he gives his grace, his undeserved favor to the humble, those who give up self-importance. Verse 35, the wise will inherit honor and glory, but dishonor and shame is conferred on fools. So, this morning, we just want to go over, you know, we've been talking about betrayal. We've been talking about how you, Satan comes into relationships, destroys relationships, breaks down homes, breaks down nations, breaks down families, breaks down. I mean, the typical example is when we look at the um, Russia and Ukraine, they literally were one nation. They literally are brothers. They speak similar languages. Their families are spread across both nations but satan has found a way into that circumstance and he has caused people to you know just walk in strife and walk in confusion satan is the author of confusion anywhere you see strife anywhere you see confusion anywhere you see mistrust anywhere you see jealousy you see envy you see you know selfish ambition satan is at work he is at work you know so you we need to look at ourselves and Think about some certain things. So in the way you are relating, the way I am relating to my neighbor, am I doing good? Verse 27 of Proverbs 3 says, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. It's rightful recipients. When it is in your power to do it. Verse 28 says, do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it when you have it. So, you know, many times problems arise in relationships when we know the good that we should do to somebody and we fail to do it. We we know that we should be faithful. We know that God requires us to walk in integrity towards a friend, towards our family members, because we're talking about betrayal in families, towards our family members, but we fail to do it. We fail to do it. We fail to be faithful. We know that it is good. This thing that we've held back from this person or this situation or this circumstance, maybe it's love. 
love. Maybe it is affection. Maybe it is a focus. Maybe it is a gift. We've held it back. God says, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. It's a rightful recipient. So an example is honor. When you choose not to honor your mother-in-law, when you choose not to honor your sister, when you choose not to honor your brother, when you choose not to honor, you know, a relative, an uncle, an auntie, when you choose not to do good to somebody, whoever that person is, God says, don't withhold good. He says, do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. You know, we should do good now. Don't wait for tomorrow because you do not know if you have the gift of tomorrow. Verse 29 says, do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. That means don't plan, don't manipulate, don't organize, don't strategize evil against your neighbor. God says, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely besides you. God says, don't do it. That's what he says. He says, don't do it. Do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. Do not quarrel with a man without cause. Do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. Think about your relationships. Is there any way you are devising evil against your neighbor? Is there a plan? Is there an organization? Is there an orchestration? Sometimes it might just be a simple thing like not allowing people to relate intimately, breaking up relationships. I remember that someone a long time ago, you know, um, shared something with me. They said that they had been in a place and, um, they had had this person who was a friend and this person I, I want to be as vague as possible because i don't want to you know um hurt anyone you know so i'll be as vague as possible so this person had been a friend and they had been interacting with their family interacting they got along so well with this family friend of theirs now this person now got another friend when they got that other friend as that friend came into the you know the relationship and they all became friends and started interacting that person began to so seeds so seeds until they pulled this friend away from this family and they started even you know almost telling them stories about this other this other family so this person who was telling me this story like i've said i've tried to be as vague as possible went through a season of i had calls of confusion of stumbling of just you know just confusion where they were struggling they couldn't understand what they had done wrong what they had done to warrant the behavior and the just the continuous manipulation the continuous division the continuous sowing of discord in the relationship they couldn't understand they had related so well intimately like brother or sister between themselves but this person sold discord in their midst and dragged this person off to one side. That is the spirit of division, my brothers and my sisters. You cannot tell me you are a Christian and you are sowing the seed of division. You are lying. 
You cannot tell me you're walking and you're manifesting the instruments of hell. The Bible says and tells us that the first author of division, the first author of envy, the first author of a coup, the first author of segregation and separation is the devil. How can you tell me in all honesty with your hand on your chest and your heart lifted up before God and before the devil that you are practicing the works of, of righteousness. That is not the work of righteousness. If God wants to separate a relationship, why don't you go to God and say, God, if this relationship is not of you, separate it. But if this relationship continues and it persists, it is of you. That person that we know spoke to me, this is over, you know, 10, 12 years ago. This person was tumbling. They were so affected. Finally, they gave up trying to, you know, bridge gaps, reach out and, you know, and everything. They had to love that, this family from afar. This person succeeded, dragged this person off on their own. And they, you know, just became a bit distant. Now, I was, this other person was my friend. I was saddened by what I saw. I was very saddened. And I could not believe that uh, people would actually act this way. And they were Christians. When you come in the midst of people and you so strive, you will reap strife. The Bible says whatsoever a man sows, that is what he will reap. If you so strife in the midst of people, you will reap strife. If you don't want strife, strife in your life, strife in your relationships, betrayal in your relationships, don't sow it. This, my particular friend felt betrayed. Really betrayed. It says, do not, verse 31, do not envy a man of violence. Okay, let me go back to verse 30. Do not quarrel with a man without cause. Without cause. If he has done you no harm, do not quarrel with the man without cause. If he has done, if, if he has done you harm, can he again share the testimony? He was talking about the fact that love has the victory. That love is victorious in every situation. Love is victorious. Love is victorious. In every situation, love is victorious. He said that he had been in the ministry. And that he noticed that the people who had not practiced love, who had not sown love, who had not actively walked in love, cut their lives shut. They died before their time. He said people treated them bad in many situations and many circumstances. And many times he'd want to, you know, quit. He'd want to report them. He'd want to take certain actions. But he said something inside of his spirit would not let him. He said he endured a lot of betrayal and hurt by people. But he continued to walk in love. May God grant us the grace to continue to do that. Verse 31 says, do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. You know, many times Satan will come to you when people betray you, when they hurt you, when they wound you emotionally. Satan will say to you, you revenge. You too do the same thing. It's not as if you cannot do it. Is it because you are keeping your mouth shut? But God says to us, do not envy a man of violence. That is violence. Betrayal is a, is a scene, is a symptom of violence. Do not choose any of his ways. For the devious are repulsive to the Lord. So when somebody is devious, when somebody is 
it has, you know, um, Nigerians will call it chua chua. When somebody is not straightforward, when somebody is manipulative, it says for the devious are repulsive to the Lord. But his private counsel is with the upright, those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. God's private counsel, if you want to be somebody who hears the heart of God, knows things before the ha they happen, it says, but his private counsel is with the upright, those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. So when people are be betray each other, when they sow evil, the Bible says the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. If you don't want a curse, don't so betrayal. Don't so betrayal. Don't so in brings a curse. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. But he blesses the home of the just and the righteous. Though he scoffs at scoffers and scorns the scorners, notice God will give you exactly what you sow. Yet he gives his grace, his undeserved favor to the humble, those who give up self-importance. So give up self-importance. Sometimes betrayal comes from a place of, you know, wanting to be important. You know, Laban wanted to be important. 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 And that's why he kept sowing evil seeds so he could have more. He could be great. He could be more. He kept sowing evil seeds against his own son-in-law. What kind of a heart is that? says the wise will inherit honor and glory but dishonor and shame is conferred on fools may we not be fools may we live our lives to please god may we give up every sign every symptom of betrayal in our spirits let's pray this morning father i come to you let's pray and repent because curses can come on us let's pray and repent because wickedness can be sown in our lineage. Let's pray and repent because we can inherit dishonor and shame. Let's pray and repent because God can scorn at us, scoff at us and shut the doors and, be, and we can be repulsive to God. May that not be our portion. May that not be our portion. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you. We lift up our voices. We ask you for mercy. We ask you for mercy. Where we have sinned, where we have transgressed, where we have done the wrong thing, we pray for mercy. Father, cleanse us. Lord, purge us thoroughly by the precious blood of Jesus. Father, have your way. Glorify yourself. May every seed and symptom of betrayal be erased from my life in the name of Jesus. May I walk in peace in goodness, in kindness, in patience, in long-suffering, in love, in joy, oh God, in faithfulness and in steadfastness, in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you, everyone. This is Treasures for Living. This is Nandra William, the, your host for Treasures for Living podcast. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.